All right, Ambush, and today we are joined by a Halifax-based indie folk singer, a song writer, and this time he is releasing a brand new single, his first track uh, of his own making since his 2020 album entitled Inside of Four Walls, his latest single entitled Silence, because we are breaking it here. He is teaming up with his good buddy, Wolf Castle, and that's what we're diving behind today. That track with my buddy here, Brayden Lamb. How's it going today, Brayden? Hey, great, Colton. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it is an absolute pleasure, and I am very excited. Are you ready to jump on in feet first into this new single? I'm diving head first. Hey. Oh, <laughs> head first. All right. Let's shatter this silence then. Let's break this glass. So, of course, like I mentioned, the new song, it's entitled Silence. It features a, a rapper, Wolf a Castle. So I need to know exactly when did this song begin to uh, take shape for you, Brayden? Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like it was almost like two years in the making. But it's my first collaboration and probably the first time that I had done like a co-written song. Uh, I find a lot of musicians, for many obvious reasons, uh, really had to like lean on each other in the last couple of years for support, for you know that creative boost. And I think we're going to see a lot more co-written songs as a result of the past couple of years. But that was kind of it for me, is that that spark was I was in a co-writing session. I had this idea. I brought it to the table. Um, we kind of fleshed it out some more. It was it, At the time, the song was just about like personal relationships and kind of navigating those in isolation. And then I was able to take it to Tristan, who is Wolf Castle in New Brunswick. And uh, yeah, he just laid down this beautiful verse and kind of really expanded the topic of the song to being a bit more like applicable to the world, to social issues, to like speaking up, you know, when it's important and using your platform to like share other marginalized voices and things like that. Yeah, it's like a really important song. It has a has a deeper meaning than, you know, is just heard maybe in the first lesson and yeah very excited to have it out and i'm stoked that the rap section worked out too mm-hmm. well it definitely uh worked out so what inspired bringing uh wolf castle onto the track there yeah honestly he inspired it uh, tristan is like one of the hardest working artists i know out here on the east coast i've known him for maybe like six plus years now uh, we met when like he was in college i was in university and we would just like cross, like we were at different schools, but we would cross paths at like music events and always got a good energy from him. And we always talked about collaborating or, you know, going out for a drink or whatever and hanging out. And uh, he moved back to New Brunswick. And so it's like some of that never really happened. And then the pandemic hit and we just like never actually got a chance to ever work on something. So we finally got in on like a Zoom call just like this one. And that's how the song came to be. So I never actually was in the room with any of the people I wrote this song with. There's there's me, my producer, and then Tristan who wrote this song. And we did it all virtually from literally three different provinces. So I was in Nova Scotia, my producer in PEI, and Tristan in New Brunswick. And it, it came together. It's magic. <laughs> sometimes I feel like songs, like, it blows my mind writing a song. Like, sometimes it doesn't feel real. Because, like, what are the odds that the perfect lyrics and, like, you know, phrasing and melody are going to come together at the same time sometimes it honestly just feels like magic falling into your lap and uh yeah i really felt it in that in this song in particular 
And thankfully, we uh, had that gift of technology. I like to say sometimes it gives us headaches, but sometimes it does have a, a good a few good qualities as well. So uh, thankfully, we have that ability to use that to create amazing songs. And you mentioned the producer on the track, Colin Buchanan there, uh, yeah. who you have worked with before. So what was it like to work with Colin again here? Yeah, yeah, definitely like working in a different capacity in terms of not being in the same room. It was a lot more of you know, me doing a bit more demo work from home. Like uh, I've enjoyed being a bit more involved in that process. Like before we would kind of go into the studio and cut the track and, you know, we'd walk away and he'd do some of the editing and mixing and that'd be the song. But now that we have kind of more time and space between us, I've had the chance to really dig into, you know, figuring out my own sound on my own. And that's like really important. Um, Sometimes, you know, every producer has their stamp on music and Collins is such an amazing one. Like he has such a great ear for you know melodies and hooks and especially like the indie folk pop kind of leaning stuff i'm doing um it's a great it's a great uh, team but it's also important i think for you know me to figure out what makes braid and lamb unique and what my voice what i want to sound like and stuff because that's that's my signature you know everybody every musician has their signature and kind of gotta take your time and figure out what that is Hey, perfect. It's like you mentioned, it's that refined set of ears is good to have, but sometimes it's good to get under a different set of them. Or like you said, even just figure it out for yourself. And I know that you've done a little bit of production work yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. A bit here and there. I'm I'm learning as I go. Definitely like learning by trial and error, just making demos at home, trying to follow what sounds good is the way to go at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, perfect. Perfect. Well, I, I think it's sounding pretty good so far. And I mean, of course, like we mentioned, this new song, Silence, it sounds pretty good. But of course, maybe some of your audience, uh, maybe not used to that rap thing, or maybe not used to the collaborator thing, because like you mentioned, your first time doing that. So what has the reception been like so far to this new track? Yeah, I'd say, you know, it's definitely, like you said, a surprising collaboration. Like you might not expect an indie folk artist to have a a rap part of the song. But I think that's like, that was the goal, really, is to be like, catch people off guard uh, in a really nice way. And it's been really great. People have, you know, commented like, oh, that's my favorite song I've ever released. And that, that means the world. That's like, that's all that, you know, fills my cup is like someone, you know, recognizing growth. Because I think I'm still in that early phase of my career, you know. I'm still on the journey of learning how to be a better songwriter, learning who I am and like what I want to share and what stories I want to tell. And for someone to recognize that growth and be like, hey, that was the best song I've ever released. And hopefully that continues with every single song I put out, you know, for the rest of the year and onwards. And yeah, it always feels great. So it's been it's been very positive so far. Well, that's good. And it's especially uh, when it comes to a song with a powerful message behind it, too. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I find a lot of people have related to the message, you know, in terms of their own lives. Like you can take it many ways. You can take it in the personal relationships way, which is, you know, very applicable to everyone. But a lot of people, you know, have also recognized that like we talk about like not being apolitical on there and like speaking up even when like the industry is telling you to like go somewhere else or do something different. I know Tristan, who is in he's indigenous, he's Mi'kmaq from Papineau First Nation in New Brunswick. And his part of his verse is writing about how um, during like a lot of events and festivals and stuff, they'll often have like the indigenous stage or like the indigenous showcase, but they won't put those indigenous artists anywhere else. Like they won't be also on like the rap 
stage or like the R&B stage, you know, whatever genre Tristan would fall under outside of Indigenous. And so, yeah, he kind of reflected on a bit of that tokenism. It's definitely gotten better over the past couple of years. But, you know, I'm sure that doesn't feel great. And I tried to kind of capture like my own like white privilege in there and like speaking about like creating space and like not wanting to mess that up. And then Tristan offering his perspective of being like, you just need to say something and like speak up and like we're stronger for doing that together. So it's a really beautiful collaboration when you kind of understand those two perspectives. And yeah, super grateful that Tristan could lend his talent and voice on it. His talent, his voice and his experiences on it for sure. And then I like how you mentioned there in that where you want to be an ally, but you want to be a good ally. You don't just want to be someone who right away just, oh, okay, yeah, no, absolutely. This is where the movement's going. Okay, no, you actually want to make a difference with your actions, right? Yeah, I don't want to be like a passive ally. I want to actually like be actively, you know, creating space and lifting up other voices that aren't mine because I don't have a whole lot to say when it comes to being oppressed or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, I always try to be aware of what spaces I'm entering. And it's it's the same thing with, you know, any sort of message. Like, I've written a song about climate action before. You know, I've written a song about, like, yeah, reconnecting with community. And it, in all those spaces, you kind of have to acknowledge your privilege, especially as me as a settler. Like, I've had the opportunity to travel a lot of Canada and see so many beautiful places. But there's a lot of privilege in that, too. And, like, every single show, I always try to acknowledge, like, what you know, traditional territory I'm on and how that relates to my music, because I make music that's inspired by this land. Like that's the, if I could sum it up, that's the end of the end of the story is like, my music is inspired by the land and the people that I live on. And so it's super important to, yeah, recognize, you know, who, who was taking care of that land and who was the first, you know, true environmentalists thousands of years ago. Yeah. Absolutely. And one thing that I want to say before we leave off on that is just that just because, like you mentioned, things are getting better doesn't mean that we're there yet. True. Yeah. But one thing that while we're still covering a serious topic, we're still having some fun, too. Like we mentioned, it is a fun track. And you guys also had a little bit of fun releasing a dance challenge (laughs) video for the track there as well. So what was it like to uh, sort of put together the movements to it? and? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it was a miracle to, that we were able to move and sync like that. But yeah, we, we uh, I was able to hire an amazing choreographer in Halifax uh, named Zomi. And uh, yeah, they put together this like short dance challenge. And essentially, we were hoping that, you know, people would use the sound on TikTok or Instagram Reels and dance along with us. So yeah, there's some more content to come about that. I was mainly using it to like get awareness about the song at first. And now I'm going to actually start doing some more of the moves myself at home and like encourage people to get involved. So yeah, that's online. If people want to just find my account and silence dance challenge, search it up, it'll come up, learn the moves, join in, be fun. (laughs) Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, I think it'd be a good time to say, since we're talking about social media, if somebody wanted to find you on some of those social outlets, connect with you, reach out to you, tell you what they think about your music, where would they do that? I mean, that'd be great. Uh, Love hearing about my music. (laughs) Uh, It's just BradenLamb.com for my website. And then all of my socials are Braden Lamb Music. Uh, And I'm sure maybe you'll put my name somewhere down here or in the video. 
Down in the cool. description below, you know it. Go. That's where it is. There will <laughs> yeah. be tons of links. Make it nice Smash and easy that, for subscribe. everybody. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what it is. Yeah. One thing that was also uh, very fun that I saw that I enjoyed was sort of the photo shoot to this track that you did with Wolf Castle as well. Because you mentioned when you guys wrote the song, you weren't actually able to be in the same room. So obviously for the dance challenge, had to do that. For the photo shoot, you guys uh, got together in a bowling alley, which uh <laughs> nice choice. Why, why the bowling alley? Honestly, it was a random choice unrelated to the song necessarily, like the location. But I was trying to think of activities that you do like with a friend because this was my first collaboration. I wanted photos of us together. And there's this like super retro bowling alley in Halifax that looks like it was like left in the 80s and never touched since then. And so, yeah, we like went in and did this like theme shoot. Like I, I found some cool clothes at Valley Village that looked like they're from like the 80s. And we wore them, you know, rolled our cuffs and like got our like polish out for the bowling balls. And yeah, essentially like we tried to capture it like it was very, you know, 80s retro, a lot of grain in the shots and had a, had a really fun time just like goofing around getting all this content. So yeah, that's kind of a bonus, I guess, of this song being in the works for so long is that we had tons of time to do photo sessions, make a dance challenge, all that stuff. <laughs> Fantastic. Getting the most out of it, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, we always have to talk about the uh, future because it always continues to come for us and continues to come at us. But of course, it's also hard to answer after the last couple of years as to what the future exactly holds, but without giving away too much of the magic of what we're hoping for. What does the future hold here in 2022 for a Braden Lamb? Yeah, well, this year, you'll definitely hear another single from me, and it's a very big one. It's going to be the first song off of my next record. No idea of the dates yet, but the record is like written, working on it in the studio, and you'll hear another, you know, the first single from that this year, probably like later in the summer, which is very exciting. And then, yeah, you know, lots of shows in the works, but mainly focused on the East Coast Music Awards right now, which are next weekend. So headed to Fredericton, New Brunswick, which is cool for that. I got a couple of shows. Ooh, ooh, all right. Well, with some upcoming shows uh, coming up, I need to ask. I know that some artists have a uh, a pre-show warm-up, a pre-game, if you will. So does Brayden Lamb ha have a uh, routine before he gets on stage? <laughs> I would say I I'm big on vocal warm-ups. I don't necessarily have like a fun or weird routine, but... I will say, if there's any singers listening to this, there's a artist technically on Spotify called Jacob's Vocal Academy, and it has like an album of vocal warmups. And I just keep that downloaded on my phone at all time. I plug my earbuds in and like do a vocal warmup anywhere because I find with shows and touring lots, green rooms are never like a guarantee. You're gonna have maybe like the janitor's closet in one show, and then like a massive mansion as the green room and like the next one like it's always like different wherever you go so make sure you know having this on like spotify on my phone just make sure that like, i can vocal warm up anywhere and not like wreck my voice during a show um yeah and the, the guy's voice he's like i don't know maybe german or something something it's like jacob's vocal academy like it's pretty funny the uh accent this guy has and yeah it's really great i highly recommend 
Hey, awesome. All right. So, Brayden, I've had a, a blast chatting so far. I have one last question for you. You ready for yeah. it? Hit, hit me away. <laughs> All right. So, we've, of course, talked about this latest single, Silence. You're a first uh, single of your own writing and releasing. You did release a cover in uh, 2021, a Joni Mitchell cover. Very well done, by the way. Just need to mention. But either way, through this past two years of crafting this song, Silence, of growing as an artist, of continuing to use your music for good, for change, I need to know, I need to ask, through this period, through this time, how has this process helped you grow as a person, or what has it taught you about yourself? Hmm. Whoa, big question. I'd say, like, the biggest takeaway for me that I'm finding right now is I'm trying to just be uh, content with what I'm creating. I've been, I think before the pandemic, I was splitting myself a million ways, trying to be like the indie self-managed artist that was doing everything. And I'm still, still doing that and tackling it at all fronts in my career, but I'm trying to like focus on the music first and enjoy the creative process and just like be absolutely happy with what I'm creating first and be okay with it just existing as that. Like, if, even if I never released it, if nobody ever listened to it. Yeah, I'm trying to just come to terms with, like, making sure that the music I'm making is what's fulfilling me first. And then, like, from then on, it's, you know, who I'm able to connect with through that and, like, the audience members I get to meet and onwards. Like, uh, I think it's becoming harder and harder to have a career in music and the industry is so saturated, and, you know, everybody's yelling at you to make three TikToks a day and, and nobody has time for that. So don't get overwhelmed. Like, you know, take it slow, take it easy, enjoy the process. Uh, I think that's what I'm really learning right now. Yeah. Hey, hey, well, I'm glad to hear that you are enjoying your time, enjoying your process. And I thank you for your time, for joining us here today on the Desert Tiger Podcast, Braden. Yeah, thanks so much. That was a blast talking to you. All right, Ambush, Brayden Lamb's new single, Silence, is available right now featuring the incredible Wolf Castle. You can find it on your favorite music source, your favorite music streaming service. You must be going ahead and following Brayden on that favorite music streaming service as well as on your favorite social media so you can stay up to date with a new music too. I have to go ahead and thank Brayden one last time for joining us here on today's episode of the DTP. I have to thank the amazing Carrie from over at Bad Parade for setting this interview up. I have to thank the audio magician German from YPEditor.com for making it all sound so good. Last but not least, it's you, the Ambush. Thank you for tuning on in. If you've yet to subscribe to the show, please consider doing so. You can also help us out by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review, and by heading on over to our web store, which is www.deserttiger.shop. That's where you copy yourself something to represent the show everywhere you go. Now we leave you with this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world and let them know. Just how wondrous, powerful, and beautiful you and your roar are. And until next time, ambush. Bye bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast. <laughs>